0: Meantime, though, it's time for The Other Side of Midnight presents Commendations. I have to first begin with a posthumous commendation for pro wrestler, politician, and hostage negotiator Antonio Inoki. Antonio Inoki was a Japanese wrestler, but he was very big here in the United States. He fought um, Muhammad Ali. And he was revered for never being afraid of a challenge. Uh, He fought Muhammad Ali, Ali boxed, and Antonio Inoki wrestled. He negotiated the release of hostages with the Iraqi government. He was called the fighting spirit that burns. He died at the age of 79 after battling a rare disease. I believe it's pronounced amyloidosis um he was the he ran new japan pro wrestling which has been a great wrestling company for decades his achievements in pro wrestling and the global community i know this is it sounds like a cliche but it's true in his case his achievements in the wrestling ring and in the global community are without parallel and he will never be forgotten he was born in japan But he spent most of his childhood in Brazil. And it was there that he found a passion for pro wrestling. And he took on the name Antonio. And he was a legend. He reached global fame in, I I guess, the apex was in 1976 when he faced Muhammad Ali in, in, in Tokyo in a boxer versus wrestler match. And this match was credited for pioneering what's known today as mixed martial arts, where a to uh, was allowed to use any style of combat. Out of the ring, he was known for his attempts to forge peace and diplomacy through sports. He and Ric Flair went to North Korea and wrestled in North Korea with Muhammad Ali, by the way. Muhammad Ali went with them and... Um, it, it, it's very funny. Ric Flair has a very funny line in his book. After seeing how crazy the North Koreans were and uh, the fealty that they're expected to show to the um, leader and how the translators would take whatever the athletes were saying and turn it into some praise for the North Korean leader, who at the time was, uh, I believe it was uh, Kim Il-sung. Might have been Kim Kim, um, Kim Jong-il, but I think it was Kim Il-sung. And Muhammad Ali actually turned to Ric Flair on that trip and says, no wonder we hate these mother effers. <laughs> I mean, Muhammad Ali, ravaged by Parkinson's, goes and makes the trip to North Korea, and he still is able to whisper that to Ric Flair. Well, Antonio Inoki, he he arranged that, that whole thing. And in 1990, he was instrumental in freeing 36 Japanese hostages that were held in Iraq. He made more than 30 trips to North Korea, serving as one of Japan's few links to that country. He could only do it because he was such a big international superstar. And that, that event with Ric Flair, the they called it the collision in Korea, 380,000 spectators. 380,000 spectators. That was considered at the time the biggest pay-per-view in pro wrestling history. So he retired as a wrestler um, over 20 years ago. He was inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame. He's technically considered WWE's first-ever Japanese world champion. So um, he was an amazing man, an amazing athlete, an amazing performer, and a guy that had a passion for helping people. And he's going to be missed. And uh, seventy nine is way too young, way too young for anybody, but especially someone that's given as much to the world and as much to wrestling fans as Antonio Inoki has. And I, I'm going to miss him as a uh, as a personality and as a performer. I want to. I hope I'm pronouncing this gentleman's name correctly, but I want to give a commendation to Eliud Kipchoge, who broke his own marathon record. He crossed the finish line at the Berlin Marathon last weekend, broke his own record. um this is absolutely incredible. This is a guy that has ran run a whole bunch of marathons and um he was uh I mean this guy keeps breaking the record for fastest person to run. A marathon. I mean, um, it's just incredible what he's been able to do. He has been one of the finest athletes in a long in the world for a long time now, and um, here he broke this record for quickest marathon, new world record time of two hours, one minute, and thirty nine seconds. Absolutely incro- extraordinary. Absolutely extraordinary. Uh, Speaking of athletes, I I didn't realize we had so many athletes today, uh, but just sometimes it works out that way. I have to give a commendation to Pete Alonzo. You know, there's so much attention being paid, and rightly so, to Aaron Judge, who's having an incredible year, one of the best years any baseball player's ever had. But there's been so much... Not only is he poised to break the American League single-season home run record, but... He's still leading in the Triple Crown, as I understand it, which is incredible. But you can't ignore the accomplishments of Pete Alonso. When he hit his 40th home run the other day, he is now the only New York Met in history to have two 40 home run seasons. Think about that. Think of all the great hitters that have played for the Mets over the years. People like Mike Piazza. People like Todd Hundley. People like Howard Johnson, people like Daryl Strawberry, Bobby Bonilla, Eddie Murray, Tommy Agee, um, and he is the o- Ed Crane pool. Pete Alonso has just made Met history by becoming the first player in franchise history to have 40 home runs in multiple seasons. This is incredible. And as far as I'm concerned, if Pete Alonso does nothing else, and I hope he does a lot more, the polar bear is already one of the greatest New York Mets to ever put on a uniform. And he seems like a great guy besides. I want to give a commendation as well to John Cena. He's not just a wrestler, but an actor. And he has set a new record. And this has nothing to do with marathons. This has nothing to do with home runs. This is a much more important record. John Cena has set a new record. For the most wishes granted through the Make-A-Wish Foundation with 650 wishes. So the Make-A-Wish Foundation is a group that uh, I'm very passionate about. I've given them money. I've volunteered my time as an MC to some of their events in the past and would happily do so again. And they help fulfill the wishes of children who've been diagnosed with a critical illness. And John Cena is the most wished-for celebrity meaning children between the age of 2 and 18, they really want to meet him, they really want to uh, have a visit from him, and he has granted more wishes than anybody in the entire history of the Make-A-Wish Foundation. So I think this is extraordinary, and uh, shows you the kind of person John Cena is. I also want to give accommodation to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They donated... million to hurricane relief efforts in Florida. And I think that's great. And now that money is going to be matched by the uh, NFL Foundation. So that's great. I realize they make a lot of money, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and I'm sure the NFL Foundation has a lot of money to spend. And they're talking about billions of dollars worth of damage that's been done through this hurricane, um, Ian. And I think this is a great thing, that uh, it may be a drop in the bucket, but you know what? It's a step in the right direction. So I say, uh, good for you, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I do commend you. I must also commend weightlifting. New research into weightlifting has revealed two insights, that the practice is able to strengthen the connections between nerves and muscles, and that this strengthening can still happen in the later years of life. We actually start losing muscle mass before the age of 40. And it's caused in part by a reduction in muscle fibers that happens as motor neurons, which are cells in the brain and spinal cords that tell our bodies to move, break down. This decline can't be stopped. But this new study shows that it can be slowed down significantly. According to the study's results, weight training... Makes the connections between nerves and muscles stronger, protecting the motor neurons in the spinal cord, which is essentially which is essential for a well-functioning body. So if you are getting older, consider weight training, and um, it has benefits for everybody, but it especially looks like it has some benefits for older folks. I have to give a commendation to green bananas, green bananas. I uh, actually passed some green bananas. You know, these are the unripened bananas at my mother-in-law's house on Saturday, and I had to send her this article. Green bananas can help maintain the balance of electrolytes within your body. This is what, this will help keep your kidney functioning properly. So, many people only eat bananas after they are very ripe and yellow. You should know green bananas are full of potassium, they're full of fiber, and this is essential for people that suffer from digestion problems, intestinal problems. And if you eat this food raw, it fights constipation, fights diarrhea, even if cooked. And green bananas are easy to digest, it's an aid in digestion. It regulates blood pressure. It improves nutrients and absorption. Great for diabetics. It's a boost for your metabolism. And it's high in B6. So don't wait for those bananas to ripen. You can eat them now. You can eat them now. I have to give a commendation as well to Jimmy Carter, who celebrated his birthday yesterday, 98 years old. Jimmy Carter is now the oldest living former president 98 years old and i'll tell you there's a lot of criticism of jimmy carter's presidency i think most of it is justified but jimmy carter has got to be one of the greatest former presidents ever his work as a philanthropist His work as uh, an activist with the Carter Center, his work as a makeshift diplomat, his work. Really, he has played the role of elder statesman more than anybody. And in addition to being a peanut farmer, he was a Navy lieutenant before going into politics. And it's easy to forget what life was like in the South, especially in Georgia, in the 1970s when he was kind of making his bones in politics. But Georgia and the South, segregation was still very much, and racism was still very much around. And it was still very much a potent political, you know, enemy. And uh, Jimmy Carter was very progressive on racial issues at a time when it was very difficult for a Southern Democrat to do so. And he was way ahead of the game on that. Much more progressive, much more forward-thinking than people like uh, Bill Clinton were, for instance, or Al Al Gore. And um, really, when you think of somebody whose whole career has been associated with human rights, um, not just as president, brokering things like the Camp David Accords, but uh, pushing for peace across the globe, I have a lot of admiration for Jimmy Carter, and uh, I'm glad that he's still with us. Hope he's with us for many years. Happy birthday, President Carter. I want to give a commendation as well to Otis. Otis is the four-time champion of Fat Bear Week. That's right. Um, Otis is Alaska's biggest celebrity, both in popularity and in circumference. Known by the number 480... Otis is a magnificently rotund brown bear and the reigning king of Fat Bear Week. Fat Bear Week is a March Madness-style competition that's organized by the National Park Service and Explore.org in which thousands of people tune in via live web cameras to vote for their favorite chunky bears at Brooks Falls in Katme National Park. This year. The contest brackets are going to be announced today, with the voting for the fattest, or really just the most captivating, beginning on Wednesday. Otis won last year's Fat Bear Week, in which nearly 800,000 votes were cast. That made him a four-time champion. Well, now he is poised to win one more time. So I'm w- wishing the best of luck to Otis. He's certainly been a uh, inspiration for the people and the bears of Alaska. And I finally want to give a commendation to my friends, Jill and Victor Vitale, uh, good friends of mine for a long time. We were out on Long Island on Saturday, and they live out there. So, you know, we try to hit as many stops as we can. We visited my cousin's craft fair, Jason and Joey, to benefit the children's school. And we had lunch with Jill and Victor. And wouldn't you know it? I had three drinks at that lunch, and this was an expensive place—not not cheap, very, uh, you know, especially by Northport standards. They bought our lunch for Rachel and me, and we we had soup, we had an appetizer, and a, a you know not an inexpensive meal, and three drinks, and they bought our, uh, our our lunch. That was really nice. I'm usually the guy that buys lunch, and uh, to have lunch bought for you once in a while is pretty nice. So I have to give a whole. Uh, An enthusiastic and hearty commendation to Jill and Victor Vitale, along with my gratitude.